in a world where people try to do stuff they don't know how to do. One man, okay, two men, are standing by with the best advice on Earth. Ow. Well, most of the time. Welcome to the all-around home improvement hour. Now here's Charles Thayer and the man they call the Polish Powerhouse. Horns, percussion, and explosion sound. Bass? Or something like that. Yeah, it was a little bit of everything. Hello, welcome back. This is the all-around home improvement hour right here on your favorite station, the Fox News Station. That's Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130, May 5th. We got a jam-packed show. We're about to have some fun. Let's kick it off. Here we go. everyone this is the all around home improvement hour and i'm always very honored to be your host my name is charles thayer and some call me the home improvement slayer and again that might be a good thing or a bad thing i'm not not quite sure i'm always accompanied by the one the only the very polish the polish powerhouse nick zeman hola como estas what's up my friend cinco de mile it well it is that yeah yeah don't even say I should know that because I'm Hispanic. No, I wasn't going to say that. Not everyone's Mexican. You said it, not me. Not all Hispanics are Mexican. Well, it's everyone. You were thinking it. today a little bit, you right? Were, you were smiling. I've yeah. kind of gotten that my whole life, by the way. Well, we drove in, and I don't, is it Rojo, the name of that restaurant? Yeah, see. They, see. Got, they got the street blocked off and some games set up. And That's kinda, right. Kind of makes you thirsty for a, for a cerveza. Is uh, a celebration. I'm sure a lot of people will be celebrating today. A great day to have a Cinco de Mayo on a Saturday. And uh, the weather is just perfect. Uh, I think we're going to have an awesome 70-degree day. Um, but, you know, it really is spring home improvement mania. I know we said it last show. We'll say it again. Everything is completely going nuts in the, in the home improvement uh, industry right now. And, you know, obviously it has to do with weather, but it also has to do with a shortage of good help. And so today's topic is kind of how to be better prepared. The theme of the show is how to be better prepared when seeking out your next contractor, no matter what trade it is. Because whether we want to believe it or not, whether whether we're fa- ready to face it or not, we're in a market right now where the amount of good quality tradesmen out there, skilled labor out there is less and less and less. This isn't getting better anytime soon. And so it's more important to be better prepared. Nick, let's bring on our guests. Let's do it. All right. Uh, great. We have Chris Je- Jessen with LP Smart Side sitting in for Brad Presley. Chris, we're gl- glad to have you on the show. Thank you very much for letting me be here. Yeah, of course. No, um, uh, we've, we've definitely... Um, done some things together back in the day marketing a home improvement show so it's good to see a familiar face thank you yeah of course and then we have tom cleveland the barry white of the asphalt airwaves that's right yes tom cleveland with uh great uh preferred partner czars of tar hanging out with us today and of course we have staniel mcdaniel on the ones and twos see him in in there yeah he's he's back there somewhere i don't i don't know what he's doing but glad to be in studio so guys I'm I'm sure you're seeing it in you in your in your neck of the woods in your industry. 
uh, specifically, uh, but we're definitely hearing it, seeing it every single day. Requests coming in, abundance of requests coming in for home improvement projects. And when we hear, this is what's sad to me, Nick. What's that? When somebody says, well, we're thinking about doing a deck and, you know, we want to know kind of what's out there. And we're just trying to get an idea of what things cost um, so that we can decide whether to do it by June 15th mm-hmm. or or just, you know, before the 4th of July. We'd like to get it done before the 4th of July. Right. That's and, a sad phone call to get. Yeah. It's, uh, it's May 5th today. So it's going to be July pretty quick. Right. So preparation, right? I mean, that's someone that maybe doesn't really know what they want. Maybe they can't even afford the deck now. It depends, right? We always try to, when we're working with a customer, before we actually go out to their house, sort of a quick little pre-consultation, if you will, on the phone. Yeah. You've got to try to get an idea of some, where someone's at. Uh, someone who knows what they want. And what I mean by that is they have a good idea, right? I'm residing my house. I know I want to look at vinyl, and I know I want to look at the options of the LP smart side and see what they are versus someone that says, I don't know, just siding and stuff. You know, they haven't done any research to prepare themselves to have you out yet. Right, right. So, well, and and Tom, maybe you, maybe you run into this uh, from time to time, but it's not that you – uh, certainly, we're not going to turn any way, anyone away from calling us and having a great conversation of home improvement. Certainly, we're not going to help people out and get them pointed in the right direction and give them really good help. And we want to take as much business as we can take on. But at, at a certain point, we have to be aware that there just isn't enough people to do all of this work. And so... Um, businesses end up prioritizing um, and it's not to say you know we're going to put people in front of other people but certainly when when you get to a point where it's like okay I can't I can't fill my calendar up anymore we're at max capacity you start to prioritize the choice of project that you take on the, the smaller repairs are going to be uh, less attractive to contractors out there well you use them as fillers you do so you try and group in areas right. and you always tell them you know, you got a small job going here. We're going to get to you as quick as I can or as we can, and we will move things around due to weather. And we'll, you know, we just we got certain ones we got to get done. You got to be fl- flexible in that position. Well, you do, and we're already booked halfway through June. Right. So July, it, yeah, winter's coming. Right. And and uh, you know, Chris, I love all customers that call. Again, this is going to sound like maybe we're being whiny, and we, gosh, I don't, I don't want to call and spend a lot of time with you. We absolutely will. I love to talk. You're going to have a hard time getting me off the phone, okay? But when you call in and you're like, listen, I'm getting estimates to repair the flashing around my chimney. Um, you know, I really, honestly, it's gotten to a point to where um, you got to find the company you trust. Getting estimates. It, that's not you're gonna have a hard time getting three people just to estimate that um and what i was mentioning to to nick before the show is we're certainly never going to put somebody that is um a repair or somebody we've already committed to for a repair a small repair we're not going to just shove somebody in front of them to prioritize them out of the way but on the flip side just being honest, we're never going to shove a large repair that we're committed to, a large full-size project, out of the way for a small repair unless we can do like what you said, Tom, is, is use it in as, as filler. Does that make sense? Well, it definitely makes sense. If you're going to be scheduling your projects out and you have an off day, that's where you can get those repairs done. 
but you're not going to be able to push off a big project that material is getting delivered on a Monday and you need to be there right. to unload it to all hands on it. deck. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's the nature of the beast. And I wanted to bring it up. I talked to Nick about bringing this up because if other contractors are t- t- pretending this doesn't exist, they're just not being honest. Okay. In, in homeowners, folks, if you were running your own business, you would do the same. You have a limited schedule. That's exactly right. Seasonal business, right? Well, you compare it to other parts of the country, southern uh, parts of the country, where they can work year-round. You have that whole entire year where you can be doing exterior work in, in some areas, and you just you do, obviously you can't do that here. It's too dang cold. Look at last winter. It was ridiculous. And so you do have to do that. you got to take a look at how much time do we have? What's the manpower we have? What are the goals that we need to hit? And what does it take to get there? And sometimes making sacrifices like that, you want to help as many people as you can. Truth of the matter is we can't always help everyone. Yeah. So, the you know, our if you look at it like a retail store, contractors are always open for business, right? They're going to take your phone call. They're going to listen to what you have to say. And what they're doing in that conversation, as much as you're interviewing them, to see if they're right for you. They're probably more so interviewing you right. to see if you're right for them. Well, they run out of product, and that product being manpower, time, that's really the product, right? Well, I can tell you this week I've had two, three people say they have called several companies for their driveway. I was the only guy that responded. Yeah. Now, we call everybody back. <laughs> we it, hear that. it may take a few days. Just communication alone. Get, yeah. Just give them – I mean, they're taking time to call you, so – just give them a little courtesy. Call them back. Find yep. out what they need. Yeah. Sometimes you can help them. Sometimes you can't. But call the people back. Right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And and for the folks that haven't caught the show before, you know, we don't do radio for a living. We are a exterior contractor. And, and the folks on the show are in the business as well. And we deal with them every single day. You know, we all around are located in Golden Valley and service most of the Twin all of the Twin Cities metro area and most of the surrounding area and western Wisconsin. So we're... Very, very excited to get calls from you, to hear from you. It's always flattering to have people say, I've heard of you from here. I heard your show or I heard your commercials. And and so that's great. You know, like Tom said, we're going to talk to you every single time and give you the best advice we can. At the end of the conversation, though, it just may be that we're pointing you in a different direction because that particular project, because of just the way the market is right now and how sa- how saturated the amount of requests are and how little the amount of good help is, um, we're going to have to prioritize with what is best for not only our customers but our business as well. Folks, we're up against the first half of the break. I know I was a little heavy on, on the content there, so I'll get these other guys a chance to talk. Uh, uh, so we'll be right back right after this. That is just aggressive. That's the, that's how I like to come back into a segment. Just full force energy. Just full on drum. You could just mm-hmm. imagine the drummer right oh. now. Hair flying everywhere. Yeah. I mean, twirling the stick twirl. Right. The finger point in between riffs. Sure. Probably doing the rooster on the stage. Yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, I had to put Bob down today. If you were listening to the... Minnesota real estate show. Uh, you may have caught a very loud shotgun. Yeah, hopefully, sound. your volume was turned down. One of my neighbors was nice enough to come over and uh, put put the aggressive rooster that was uh, being too aggressive to the other chickens. I'll just leave it at that for for all the animal lovers out there. Um, but yeah, it wasn't 
didn't go the way it was supposed to go, and it ended up being live on the uh, Home Improvement Tip of the Week on the Minnesota Real Estate Show here earlier today. So, uh, it's a want, unique tip of the week. That's what that sound was. I heard something during that show. I'm like, did somebody just pound on the ceiling? <laughs> did you hear me? I'm going to have to go back and grab that clip. Yeah. Did you hear me almost? Uh, I mean, I had to really hold back from uh, getting explicit there because yeah, it, which is good because our delay machine is down right yeah now. okay good yeah it's a really so good keep thing that in mind. yeah, yeah. Uh, neighbor had earplugs on i told him all right give me just a hold on boom that was it so it yeah, oh, didn't go as planned but um rest in peace to bob and now the rest of the hens will have a very peaceful life providing organic eggs to the thayer family and friends Yes. And colleagues. We reap the benefits of That's those right. eggs. Yeah, we, we know what's up. We know how important it is to keep them healthy and happy. Okay, this isn't the chicken show or the uh, Speaking farm. Speaking of chickens, we should talk about LP Smart Side <laughs> and Asphalt. <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, uh, why don't we first, uh, because the topic came up during the break, is about how people are getting ready to deal with their asphalt driveways, and it's probably best to, to deal with it in the spring as yeah. opposed to maybe some of the limiting uh, uh, weather. We'll get into it here. We have in studio with us um, Chris Jessen with LP SmartSide and also Tom Cleveland with Czars of Tar and, of course, the Polish Powerhouse. So asphalt driveways, Tom. Right now, obviously, you guys are getting the, uh, probably the same amount of calls or more than we're getting right now. Oh, yeah. It's nothing to come in and have five to ten new leads every day. It's okay. a good problem to have. It's a great problem. Yeah. But, you know, I'm booked out two weeks, and I've got a stack of people I've got to call. And just for us. appointments. That's just for appointments. Just not... to go out and see what they want, see if we can help them. Okay. And what are the uh, – go ahead. Post well, me. I was going to ask uh, – maybe you were going to ask the same question. So someone calls ours of TAR. They get assigned to Tom Cleveland. The process is then you come out, you take measurements. Are they? You give them an estimate right oh, there. They have it before I leave. Do they? Uh, usually commercial. I will uh, bring it back to the office. Sure, set it up a on little the bigger job. Do a satellite photo of everything, and you know, kind of uh, break it apart as to what we're doing. But residential, um, I get the lead. I call them back. I set an appointment that works for them, and I show up and we look at what they need. I measure everything up and give them a couple of options. Write it up and hand it to them. We've always thought that's a good approach because then you can answer questions right there on the spot, right? And Versus if they're not a company answering the right questions, I'll tell them what to ask me. Yeah, you yeah. know, I'll be honest. It sounds like a dream to be able to go up and offer your, you know, bread and butter service, the thing that you do the most, and be able to provide a price right there on the spot. Well, uh, Is there anything that people... gets in the way of that? Uh, no offense, guys, but wives. <laughs> or or uh, not uh, reasonable husbands as or, well. Yeah, or, yeah, it goes both ways. You yeah. know, you, you show up and you're meeting with the one and, well, I got to run up by my wife. Or I got to run up by my husband. And, uh, well, you know. No, I, what I, I meant mean, was, is there anything that gets in the way of being able to give the number? Like, uh, for, for us, it can get too intricate. It can get too – there's too many colors and moving parts and design, and yeah. it gets to where, okay, now we have to take it back, run it past the production team. Well, right. sometimes you show up and they say, well, I'm going to want a bid to do it this way, this way, this way, in 17 different bids. And right. I always tell them the more bids I give you, the more options, the more confusing it gets. Then you're looking at all these different things going, which one was he? What are we? Then I'm right back out there going through it all again. It's it's best to just kind of keep it simple. Simple, really. I mean, you know, it's a driveway. You want to add on a, a side pad? Fine, that's a great option. But don't ask me to. I mean, I'll do it anyway. But 
what if we go one foot over on this side? Well, what if we do it one foot on that side? Well, what if we do? It's like it's going to get confusing. Right. right. Well, I, and so from a homeowner, I might ask those things, but I'm not going to um, if it's not I. If you know that it's something, okay, it's going to cost more. Yeah, you're going to add a few more feet over here. Of course, it's going to cost more. It isn't going to be deal breaker type money. Right. You know, no. maybe, maybe uh, you know, stick to the questions that are deal breaker type money. But, I mean, quite simple. If you if you add more square foot of any, any pro- product, there's going to be more work. Um, what are other some of the other challenges that get in the way of homeowners making their decision uh, of what to do with their driveway? Neighbors. Uh, if their property line is really close to where the driveway sits, uh, you have to be, it depends on what town you're in, but the average is four to five feet away, and you can't drain your driveway onto your neighbor's yard. Oh, sure. So, you know, you got to consider that. Um, so drainage, so, okay. Drainage is huge. So let me ask you this. Are you guys responsible for creating proper drainage that isn't going to cause pooling in the yard or in another area or is that a kind of a sensitive subject no it's not sensitive at all um once you i'm i'm very sensitive just so you know so be careful (laughs) well you know you put bob down so i understand a lot of emotions going on guys that's all right barry white is here to help you all right (laughs) no um whenever you get in and write the bid and especially when they sign it you're assuming the liability of that job so first things I got to look at, first thing I look at is where's the water going to go? Sometimes you get onto a driveway and the garage sits lower than the road or the house. Oh, sure. And that water's in a dead run to the garage. So I got to figure out a way to tip it, to move it. And if I can't, I write it right on the contract. You're probably going to have ponding. It's probably going to do this. So they know up front that I can or I can't fix it. Right now, chances I, are they've always had those issues too. And, and I You're not creating too. anything new. It's I'll just, say that to them. So there's like, no solution. Yeah, you know what you got here. Right. So well, I don't have to try and blow sunshine at you. Yeah. What, what I did uh, personally before having a, an asphalt driveway done was I kind of I took pictures of where the water was already draining, mm-hmm. so they could see yeah. that. Uh, I paid attention to where snow was collecting and water was ponding, and where I had puddles before. And then mention that to them. So it, it, there was some correction made, and it was nicer. But to a certain extent, you're not going to be able to prevent all ponding, no, right? No, especially if it's a flat driveway. If you got great drainage, the water's going to run, and sure. you're not going to worry about it. If it's a flat driveway, you're probably going to get puddles. like like everybody had like a, my house. There's no ponding on my driveway. Yeah, like everybody had it's a steep. buddy that had like the basketball hoop on their driveway, but it was at such a steep angle. Yeah, there was yeah. no so real chase. <laughs> Yeah. Well, he's running uphill. Right, absolutely. And then and then they put the, the backboard on the garage, and you know what happens then. The garage gets beat to crap. Yeah. Uh, you know. <laughs> I want to ask a question. It's not really so much related to bids, but we had an experience uh, this last week. We did a roofing project up in uh, Grant, Stillwater area, and they had, you know, it's a pretty good-sized driveway, long driveway that widened as we got to the garage, and so we had to get the roofing material up there. Uh, and our supplier brings it on a flatbed, and then they have a moffet, basically a, a forklift, that they take one pallet at a time. That thing actually left imprints, the mm. tires from it, yeah. into it. And it, so we're like, geez, that's it's really early in the year. July, really hot. Yeah, asphalt. You get concerns about, okay, what sort of plywood things do we need to lay down to, to protect that? That's not something we think about this early no. in the year because it's not hot enough. And it turned out that that uh, person had a layover done. I think within the last two years, so they just put 
and over two inches of asphalt on top of whatever was there before, which was so a really it was still old driveway. Tender, and that's the thing in Minnesota, asphalt stays tender two, three years because you only have the curing season of the summer. Polish powerhouse has a very tender asphalt. I do, I do. Yeah, it's extremely well, one tender. of the most tenders. Uh, not touching that <laughs> one, but right. uh, no. and we didn't know. I guess is ultimately what I'm saying. Had we known that, I think we probably could have approached it differently. Now we have a little bit of driveway damage. We have, but to it's deal an with. easy repair. It is really it? is. Yeah, you just take a blowtorch out there and reheat the asphalt to workability, and just kind of rake it back in, and it'll come it back up. up. Well, no, it won't come back up. You rake it back together, and then you just hammer it back down. Sure. If yeah. they're real deep, then you got to approach it differently. Or if there's a bunch of them, you got to approach it different. But like what you're talking about, I've run into many times, and we just reheat it. And is it because they had uh, the layover the top yeah. done that that's they're more susceptible to things like oh, that? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, lawn chairs, uh, motorcycle stands, anything like trailer tongue. You know the. Man, that cranky thing. Yep. Really, it really. Is anything. it worth the I mean, savings, yeah. though? I mean, it sounds like it just doesn't make sense. At that point, you're better off waiting to save up to get a whole new driveway. Well, I'm, if you just overlaid it a couple of years ago, he's expecting to get 15 years out of that. Really? So, oh, yeah. Okay. Chris, oh, yeah. do you do you have an asphalt driveway? Uh, yes, but it's a pretty bad one right now. A pretty oh, bad one? Yeah. So it was a pre-existing, yeah, I know pre, yep. not a new construction or anything nope, like that? No, yeah, so we live in downtown Hopkins. So what are your plans? Eventually, because we have a, we are on an alleyway, so me and the neighbor are both going to have to get the whole yeah. driveway replaced. Zars of Tar does that. The alley, right up the alley. The alleys are tough because you always have low wires that run down the alley. Oh yeah, sure. And Can I set you up with area. a consultation? Yeah, probably. I know a guy. Yeah, I, yeah. Zars and Tom. They yeah. So they he did say it was probably tough. So yeah. I'm, I'm a little worried. <laughs> well, no, I mean it's very doable, but you know it's you got staging concerns. Where do you put your 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 low boy and the trailers and you know all that kind of stuff. It's it's an alley. Yep. It's, it's very doable. That's the stuff people don't always think about. Is yeah, all logistics, the extra, right? the extras that go into yeah, yeah. a project yeah, like you, that. You see a lot of the new stuff in our alleyways that are in our in downtown Hopkins being being cement just because it's maybe a little easier to work with at that point. Yeah, I have a good question, Tom. Is there any DIY in asphalt? Do it, do it yourself. I mean, yeah. You, oh, absolutely. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh man! Um, but if you get that, that one question. wrong, I would have no, never no, thought I'm that. right on the money. No, I'm saying, but if you get that one wrong, it's your You're still fine. Own. Well, yeah, yeah. Yes. You own it. I mean, you do it. You own it. But uh, when you have cracks, if you don't have a lot of cracks, uh, to bring me out there, I'm going to charge you five, six, seven hundred bucks to do it. You can go up to Menards and get a a, a gallon jug of cold pour crack seal. Yeah. Just shake it up real good, nip off the end, and yeah, you put get, it in there, and you fold a. You piece pick of up your eggs and, and milk and your asphalt, yeah. throw it in the grocery cart, and <laughs> I mean that's what Menards. What are you saying with the cardboard though? You yeah, got to cover it. Yeah, no, 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 you don't cover it. That's the one thing people forget. They put the crack seal in, and they call her good. But what you want to do is fold a piece of cardboard and create a V and push it in, and what it does is it creates a band aid, so it takes that that crack seal and it pushes it up onto both sides of the old asphalt mm. and that's what seals it up. Oh, so it, you want it to be on top kind of oh, protruding out. Uh, and that's why you don't crack seal like transition joints, which is concrete to asphalt, because nobody wants to look at that Band-Aid. It's never going to be straight. All right, one, one right. quick one before we got to go to a break, but if you uh, overcoat or reseal seal regularly, coat. yeah, seal coat every every three years or two, three years, whatever, are you going to have to do still crack repairs? Uh, yes, you will. Okay. Crack seal is the number one thing you do. In seal coat, you don't want to overseal. Um, we got people at cracks or uh, seal coat 
every year. And what that does is the seal coat builds up, builds up, and it creates alligatoring in the seal coat. And because it's bonded to the asphalt, it pulls it apart over time. So it's every two to four or five years as needed. Some places need it every two years. Okay, awesome. Folks, we're up against the break. When we come back, we're going to open up the conversation about LP Smart Side catching everybody by surprise, taking over the market uh, when we come back right here on the All Around Home Improvement Hour. Yo, Chuck, these LED drippers are still front on us. Don't know we can do this. Yeah, 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 boy. <laughs> home improvements in the house. Let me tell you what. This is the All Around Home Improvement Hour. I'm Thayer, Home Improvement Slayer, here with uh, Polish Powerhouse. Just Thayer, no. I'm Zeman, the Polish Powerhouse. Yeah, it's it's going to be easier, you know, like to, to do it that way. Shorten so it up. We'll run with that. Um, we're hanging out here with Tom Cleveland of Zarzatar and Chris Jessen with LP Smart Side. Before the break, we were talking asphalt, and for those of uh, you know, we've had a lot of, a lot of uh, listeners ask, what's the average price, Tom, for redoing an asphalt driveway complete redo renewal and if you want to throw out there what a layover roughly layover costs that would be great all right so um average price you know it's all square foot priced um 1200 square feet and under you're going to be around 25 2600 bucks um usually the average is between four and five and overlays that's two inches compacted um, of new asphalt and you need a hundred foot or more driveway to do it under that, you know, you're picking up a paver at the beginning and picking it up at the end, and you got all this extra mix and humps. You might as well just do just, it all. It's too hard to get it smooth and right, so you need 100 feet so you can get a run at it. Do it right the first time. Take yeah. care of it. Maintain it. Maintain it. The folks at Zars of Tar can help you do all of that and educate you on it, and you may even get the Barry White of asphalt yourself. Yes out to visit you what's the best way for listeners to get a hold of zarzatar well you can go to our website zarzatar.com you can call our office at 763-421-6417 you can call me direct at 612-385-7717 and for you really smart folks out there like myself that needed help spelling zars of tar it's c-z-a-r-s of tar t-a-r um yeah, Zars of Tar. So what was the website again? Zarsoftar.com. Zars of is O-F? Right, thank okay. you. I, I was cl- clarifying yes. that. Thank you. Got it right. Folks, this is the All Around Home Improvement Hour. Every Saturday from noon to 1, we love to do this little thing here called that, Home Improvement Hour. We talk all things home improvement related, but it's not what we do for a living. We are an exterior general contractor out of Golden Valley, and we're helping folks every day with a lot of their exterior projects, roofing, siding, windows, just to be specific. Uh, but if it isn't a project that we do, we'd still love a phone call from you. Uh, matter of fact, you can call the show right now and ask any home improvement-related question you'd like, 1-800-854-1978. Again, 800-854-1978. That is also the number that you can use to call us during the week if you if you're wanting some advice on home improvement projects or a direction to be pointed in maybe you're interested in reciting your home with lp smart side you should be that and that is the topic of the next couple segments we have a representative from the great company great the minnesota company i must say manufactured here locally uh, one of the great states that you guys have a plant in but uh chris Jessen, account rep with 
uh, LP Smartside. Chris, welcome again to the program. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's uh, it's great to have you back. We've worked a couple trade shows with you. We've had have you in to educate our guys. Education is something that we really really believe in. Um, you know, we don't want our guys out there just saying what color do you want to pick. We want them educating the homeowner on what's best for their home and their financial situation. Um, one thing you guys have helped with so much um, in, in a part of the contractor program that you guys offer with LP SmartSide. So if you're a contractor out there right now listening, I'm, I'm t- also talking to you. Um, if, if you, you know, that program that you have really focuses around making sure the contractors know what they're doing when they put LP SmartSide on. Can you talk a little bit about that? Well, definitely. It's, uh, it's called our Build Smart program. Preferred contractor, obviously, other manufacturers have a program like that. But basically what we do is we basically take our contractors and we train them, install. We have a crew that goes around and trains them. We do trainings a couple times a year for the that. The Cruise Brothers, right? The Cruise Brothers, yes. Yeah, good guys. Yeah, they're very good guys. They've installed quite a bit of LP in their yeah. company. Yeah, I'm still waiting for the Slayer Powerhouse educational right. team to brothers be from another mother yeah, yeah something else well to get you guys all hooked up one day, day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just kidding actually those guys could run circles around us they, they, they could they've been doing it twice as long as us i'm totally just joking yeah, but. yeah. They, they're they're straight lp they love the lp product which is what we like and that's why we have them do all the trainings for us but the build smart program basically it gets it gets contractors on our preferred program where they can start getting rebate dollars, marketing dollars, hosted websites. LP now is the main siding manufacturer on Angie's List. So Good. all of our Angie's List leads will go through. Yeah, no, 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 that's perfect. No, I, I just wanted to say here, we actually have Kevin calling in right now uh, with a siding-related question. Kevin, where are you calling from? Uh, Hopkins. Hopkins. Hey, good, good, Hopkins. Kevin. Hopkins Royals. A really yeah. cool Hopkins is the one for you. I don't remember what the heck it was. You spent a lot of time there as a kid. I did. In that area. Oh, know. goodness. That's, that's where I live now. Yeah. I live in Hopkins. But Tangent alert, Chris. You're going to have to learn when you come on the radio not to go on the <laughs> I'm just totally kidding. <laughs> Kevin, how can we help you? Well, I got a. Uh, Insulation question for the exterior of my home. Um, I have a Hopkins house that was built in the 50s. Uh, I'm looking at doing siding here coming up. Um, I'm wondering what's the best way to add insulation from the exterior uh, when I'm pulling the siding off and I may just pull out the, uh, the exterior sheathing there. There's a number of ways to do it. In in my opinion, the absolute best way, to, and in every house is a little bit different, but uh, the guys that use the insulation actually, uh, they come out, they would uh, drill holes after the siding's off. We've done this with them before on several houses, and they can actually vacuum out the insulation that's in the wall and then actually go back and put blown in and get it up to code or sometimes not quite there. It depends. Um, is your house 2 by 4 2 by 6 Do you know? Uh, should be 2 by 4 So... But right now, there's just a tiny thin layer of like some, uh, some metal. It's it's coated in like a metal, like aluminum foil. Okay, that I mean that's the best option in my opinion. But but obviously with siding products, uh, there's Fanfold out there, uh, P1438. They're different thicknesses that can get you different R ratings. Those things can be put on directly 
uh, to the sheathing, or if you want a redundant system, you would put the house wrap on and then put the fan fold over the top of that, and then whatever exterior cladding, hopefully it's LP smart side that you're putting on the house, you would put that directly over the fan fold. Uh, that stuff's pretty easy to work with. It's affordable. That's an easy way to do it that's less intrusive. Uh, the, going the route of, of the UZ insulation would be probably the most expensive option of them. Uh, but again, that's the best option, right, to be able to get the old stuff out and get new blown and put in there. But fan fold is that product. It's a green square board. Uh, that's something to look into that would definitely help. Yeah. Kevin. And, and what about pulling off, if we pull off the exterior sheathing, um, can we just stick some foam in there and kind of foam up the, around it? Sure. I mean, if you pull the sheathing off, yeah, spray foam would be fantastic. Sky's the limit there. Uh, because your house, uh, 50s may not have a vapor barrier. That'd be something that would give you insulation value, add strength to the home, and then also an insul uh, insulation barrier too. So, Kevin, guess what? You're a citizen of the all-around home improvement hour, buddy. Wait for it, he says. It's, I knew that was It's coming. been a long time coming, but you, sir, have become one. No, honestly, Kevin, anything else you'd like to talk about, we'd love to, uh, even if you're doing it yourself, we'd love to give you more info on that and all the great products we, we work with. Thank you for calling in. You enjoy the rest of your weekend, sir. Great. You guys, too. Thank you. Of Thank course, you, Kevin. We're gonna go, the call. Chris, we're going to go next to Patricia. She has a sidewall resurface. Sidewall. Yes, a, a tar question, and I know that man left already. No, no he he's, he's right still here. here. He right was here. waiting just for you. He was serenading oh, us with his sweet so voice. Sweet. Yes. <laughs> well, I have um, a, a tar thing, but it looks like sidewalk because it's got, you know, it's firm, and it has, like, stones or something in it, and I never have to, you know, do that coating like you were talking about. So what kind of a tar thing is that? Well, it sounds like it's just exposed aggregate. Yeah. Um, my guess is it's going to be an LV3 mix. Oh. I, you know, without seeing it, I don't know. But LV3 is just less oil, exposed aggregate, larger, larger stone. And if that's what you're seeing, that'd be my guess. What you got? Is that repairable, or you have to tear it all out? Well, how bad is it? Is it breaking apart? Well, yeah, it's like 40 years old now. Probably. Oh, yep, she's done. There's big cracks. <laughs> yeah, um, typically. Asphalt is a 20 to 30 year life, depending on how you maintain it and depending on how you use it. Um, usually after that, the oils have all come out of it and it's starting to ravel and it's just, it's degrading to the point where you just pull it out and replace it. Point, you know, in, point of no return. Patricia, you know, all good things must come to an end at some point. And I yeah. think that that mod bid or whatever, uh, the, the excuse, not mod bid, but the aggregate is uh has has done well for you over the years i think you've gotten your money's worth out of it i'm, yeah. I'm gonna venture yeah. to say that well do you still do that aggregate stuff oh sure absolutely i just did a a quote yesterday as a matter of fact using that lv awesome is that more expensive than just the plain old asphalt stuff? Eh, no it's about the same price can be a little bit less uh what town are you living in minneapolis northeast okay yeah i was just down there two days ago yeah, but if Patri you want to uh, give us a call at our Pat office. Patricia, here, I can do one better for you. I'm going to put you on hold. I'm going to ask uh, Stan very politely here, pretty pleased to take down your contact information, and we'll have Tom co yep. contact you after the show, okay? Yep, that sounds good. I'll do that. Uh, thank you so much. Just thank hang you, on just a second. And by the way, you're also a citizen of the All Around Home Improvement Hour, Patricia. I, I'm glad because I didn't want to be an alien. All right, excellent. <laughs> All right, hang, hang tight, hang tight. <laughs> Okay, folks, we are up against a break, and Chris, we're going to give you a chance to talk, man. But just you got to be, care be careful, man. Don't go off on tangents. We'll be right back right after this.
Hey, welcome back. This is the All Around Home Improvement Hour right here on Twin Cities News Talk AM 1130. Polish powerhouse. What's the Minnesota real estate team I got, got a text. going on? Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you there. That's I got right. excited. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited. You did. You, you false start. You jumped the gun. You got to go back. <laughs> hey, sure you hey false Charles. Start, you false start two times, and I think they disqualify you. So, so Ryan texted me. He was talking about the Minnesota HomesellerSeminar.com, and he said that you kind of had the lowdown on that. Yeah, it is a great place if you're thinking of buying or selling your home. The Minnesota real estate team who has, I think they're up to 120 agents. Or, I don't know. It just keeps growing. They have a lot of success. They sell more homes than any other team in the country, uh, actually, and and even more, more than that. But we'll just keep it focused here. They're the best team that's going to give you the best information on how to prepare. Maybe you're not even planning on selling for another year or two. These seminars... They're not selling anything. They're not gimmicky. They're not. They don't have credit card machines in the back. They're not selling books. They're strictly giving you good real life information on the ins and outs of buying or selling a home and what you should know. And nowadays, I think that's where everything is. I mean, on the topic of education, that's exactly what we were talking about before we went into some of those phone calls. Is making sure because that's how people shop nowadays. Right. They educate themselves first, and then and then they reach out. So yeah. Go to mnrealestateshow.com and click on the seminar tab to find out more about that in Bloomington at France Place. And I don't know the dates and times. Yeah, the other website is mnhomesellerseminar.com. mnhomesellerseminar.com. That's from the good folks at MN Real Estate Team and our friend Ryan O'Neill. Okay, so before the break, Chris, we're, we're talking to you a little bit about the education program for the contractors out there with LP SmartSide. So speaking directly to contractors that have maybe been handling uh, uh, fiber cement, the leading fiber cement out there, or maybe they focused a lot on steel siding, um, or maybe they were an entry-level contractor and they only did vinyl. Um, mm-hmm. Talk about why they really need to open their eyes to LP. I mean, I could tell you 50 reasons, but... It comes better from you, bud. Oh, definitely. Obviously, we have quite a few reasons going with the LP Smart Side versus some of our competitors. Some of the biggest things, it's a Minnesota-made company. We have mills in Minnesota, mills in Wisconsin. That green aspect to homeowners these days is really important. We are also an American-owned company, one of the only American-owned siding companies around. So that's obviously a good when you're in there doing the home selling, that green aspect. Big other big options is our warranty. We have one of the longest warranties in the market for an exterior sign product. It's a 50-year warranty, first five years, 100%. Yeah, guess what sucks about that? Nothing. Exactly. Exactly. Right on the money. <laughs> and last year, we did add a hail warranty yeah. to that warranty. Yeah. So now that right. 550, so it's a labor and material hail warranty. Inch and a half? One inch and three, three quarters. Three quarters. Okay, I'm sorry. That's a pretty big hail ball. I mean that's uh, that's a good size stone. That's like a probably a little bigger than a golf ball. I was mm-hmm. I don't know how what the diameter is. You know, if you want to call yeah, it, that's and tell us dimensions yeah. of a golf ball, we'd appreciate it. Eight hundred eight five four nineteen seventy eight. Okay, continue, Chris. Sorry. No problem. But yeah, so the hail warranty added last year was obviously a great point for homeowners. Just obviously there with the green aspect, we are longer lengths, sixteen foot lengths. So these homeowners are going to have less seams. It's going to be more curb appeal. Our rating on house for uh, return on investment is a lot higher than our other, pro- other so, competitors. So yeah. let's just pause for a second because I don't want to run over the less seams thing so so quickly. Mm-hmm. You know, I know you're trying to be humble and modest about, about the company, but that's big. Okay, some people pay certain outfits out there, these seamless outfits, right? Seamless siding, right? They might pay 
four times what you're getting uh, with seamless vinyl or seamless steel out there. Four times the cost to have seams completely eliminated. Now, we can't completely eliminate your seams with LP SmartSide, but it's it's not just 33% re- reduced. It's on upwards of 50 to 75% re- reduction because, yes, you, not, you have 16-foot lengths as opposed to 12, but then think about it. Most of the runs on your house aren't 16 feet, so right. a lot of those runs we can do completely seam, seamless, and the product expands later on. So whatever seams you do have, a lot of it, and ninety percent of them, what what is the saying? Well, I mean, the, the rule of thumb we have, it's not. This is nothing official, right? It's from scientifically LP. backed by the ninety percent powerhouse. Ninety percent close, ninety percent or more. And yeah. the only reason I know that is by going back and seeing houses that we've done. You've given that product a calendar year to sort of acclimate, right? The siding is acclimating to the season changes, the moisture changes in the air, and it's doing what it's going to do one time. And then you know what that product's going to look like on the wall for the rest of the life. So that in itself is also a pretty key component of the product, too. Well, exactly. And if you look at some of the competitors, the cement siding shrinks so that gap opens up. Vinyl siding shifts. If it shifts after three or four years, you're going to see a, a fade line. Yep. Right. Same thing with steel. It's less seams. You're going to be running into windows and doors. You're just not going to have any seams. It's one of the most realistic-looking products on the market. Um, there's a caveat to that, though. I think it's really important to pick a good pre-finisher or the right pre-finisher. For sure. Every pre-finisher has kind of their thing, um, and it makes the finish look a certain way or a certain sheen. I personally don't like the shiny uh like a really shiny super glossy yeah because it's not as realistic to me so i I mean i'm not about to point out what what pre-finisher that is because that's uh, you can find out for yourself uh but but that to me is important so we we go with pspi Mm -hmm. um because of the fact that their finish in in our eyes is number one they have one of the best warranties out there but their finish is the most realistic finish that together with the embossment from lp and that wood grain embossment i mean there's just nothing more similar to or realistic uh, as close to a cedar plank um, than, than LP. Another huge part of the product that uh, some people are usually surprised to find out is all the different SKU numbers, all the different products you can get, the various sizes of trim. As everyone knows, now the front of your house is sort of your your masterpiece of, hey, what do you want to have people think when they look at your house? And so some people, they're doing a lot. They're doing a lot of different things. And you're very limited with other products where LP almost has something for everything, right? What look do you want? We could probably make that happen within the product lines that they have. That's huge, too, because it's 2018, access to the Internet, different houses people see, uh, you know, you kind of got to one-up the person next to you. So people are going above and beyond to get the extra look. Uh, Chris, you know, I always like to ask this question to especially first-time guests of the show, but what's your favorite part of, of being the, in this industry? I mean, what really motivates you to be in this industry? Well, I love that. You get to... You know, that sounds great, Chris. <laughs> I, really, I really appreciate it. Moving on. To I other... knew that was coming. You no, know, I, I, sorry, man. I saw it coming. Got to give you a hard time because that's what everyone did to me growing up. No, just kidding. Uh, but, but no, anyhow, we are uh, on the home stretch. What's a message that you really would like to give the homeowners out there when considering what plank or, or shake or uh, panel to put up because you guys offer them all? Um, w- what's a message to them? Obviously, just to pick what they think is going to look good in their house. They 
it's going to be on their LP with their 50-year warranty. This is product's going to be on one of the last things they're going to put on their house. So just make sure they like it. Get some input from, obviously, you guys when you're out there, some of their neighbors. Make sure it stands out. You want to stand out in the neighborhood. Excellent. And with the color and with our different SKUs, you can yep. do that. And what's the best way for contractors out there that are offering LP to get more plugged in with your contractor and training programs? Um, definitely check out our Upside to SmartSide website. We also have a LP Build Smart website. What about your number? My number is uh, 715-716-0993, and I can definitely help you out. We do have a training coming up at the end of this month for nice. all contractors. Do you smell that 715? I smell Wisconsin. Yeah, that was uh, my old buddy Tom Smith. I took his phone. Oh, okay, it's not LP. you. No, okay, I, no. <laughs> I'm Minnesota. I live in Hopkins. Oh, we, so. <laughs> we, love our, we love our Wisconsin friends anyhow. Actually, uh, some of our employees have a lot of ties in Wisconsin. So, But Chris, thank you. Thanks for having me. Very, yeah, very much. Appreciate, appreciate it. Very appreciate it. Much. Yeah, we, we'd love to have you back. Um, and how about Tom with Zar Zatar, Tom Cleveland? It's been a fun show. Glad to have you. You know, you, you really spoke too much in the last segment there. I could, you know, got to kind of slow it down a little. Well, I'll try next time. <laughs> no, really, I'm the one that should shut up. Uh, Tom, final thoughts for the listeners out there. Call now. Winter will be here before you know it, and the schedules are already filling up. So if you want to get something done this year, don't wait. Awesome. Polish powerhouse. I'm going to go ahead and just give a shout-out to all the listeners out there. It's uh, We're a little over three years into the show, and it, I appreciate it. Everyone that tunes in. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we're in our fourth year. Good good call. Listen, thank you so much for all the support. We appreciate it. Have a great weekend, and God bless.